going on backstage here at defy with a relative newcomer to defy but you know definitely not a newcomer in the world of wrestling uh this is the, the defiant ones and we're talking with adriel noctis the blood thief how you doing man i'm good man thank you for having me i really appreciate that yeah absolutely man so this is uh like your third or fourth time here at defy um i want to yeah fourth the first time i did it was like when they did the october la show yeah in 20 was that 21 or 20 I think that was 21, but 21? yeah, right. it's, it's all a blur these days. Yeah, no kidding, man. So that was my first one, and then since moving closer to the area, I've gotten to be a part of now. This is my third one since moving back. So, so you meant, we, we were talking on the elevator on the ride up to this uh, podcast studio. You, you mentioned that you've, you've put some miles on your car. So, yeah. you know, you're, you're originally from what area? Uh, Nampa, Idaho. So it's right outside of Boise. Okay. It's a small town, but at the same time a big town, but... There's no wrestling around it, so I gotta put some hours in the car. So you, you, where were you um, before you moved back? Uh, I was in Las Vegas. Okay. So I started wrestling in Idaho. I mm-hmm. did about a year or so out there, and then I wanted to expand my horizons. So I trained um, in Las Vegas for about four years, and then just recently moved back. Wow. Okay. So um, I guess you know where where did you train? Um, it was with cutthroat cody he's okay. a, the main trainer out there yeah, and i got to work with like uh d'lo brown um, Great. uh those were the two main guys that really helped me out how'd you like so, living in vegas it was hot yeah um I liked it at first. That first year was great because in Idaho you just get snowed in mm-hmm. for an entire winter and out there you just you put on a light sweater and you're good. Yeah. Uh but then you're there for a few years and you're like, "Wow, there is no other weather than mm-hmm. just dry." And so you start to get like depressed there. Sure. So I had to get out. So, you know, th- there's quite a, a few promotions going on in Vegas, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah. what were some of your favorite uh, things that happened to you in Vegas? Some some of your favorite matches and some of the events you got to work? Uh, it would have to be the promotion that me and my friends out there started, uh, Grab House. Okay. That, that was uh, really a special thing that we have going still. They're doing their uh, one-year anniversary show in a few weeks. Um, that's awesome. But like just getting to work with like a group of your best friends and just book shows together. Like it doesn't get better than that. That's great. So Grap House. Yes. Grap awesome. Grap House. Right on. So uh, let's go back, you know, uh, to the early days of, you know, Adriel Noxus as a child. So uh, were you a wrestling fan growing up? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What's your first memory of wrestling? <sighs> Dude, <sighs> it's very vivid memory but it's like smackdown attitude era sure type of thing yeah i'm probably a baby sitting like on the floor yeah so i'm watching this but it's like kane jokes were your parents somewhere. wrestling fans or did you just catch it randomly uh, my dad was at the time okay because that was when the attitude era was hot was oh like, yeah right when i was born so sure he caught like the the better end of it nice and so that was my first exposure but then ever since i was hooked so so you got hooked as a kid um yeah, yeah how nerdy did you get did you collect the figures did oh, you play the video games absolutely up until i was like probably in sixth grade you know when you turn 12 you're like oh no i'm a, I'm a man now yeah yeah and so i got rid of all of it <laughs> yeah and then you probably wish you still had it now oh well about <laughs> a year after that i went ahead and recollected most of it nice so uh it really just never went away okay well, did you did you try backyard wrestling with your friends oh absolutely well not my friends my friends hated wrestling okay uh, my little brother on the other hand uh he got the worst of it yeah what was your backyard name uh it was just oh uh it was just Tyler. 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. Tyler. Yeah. Tyler, the creator. No. Yeah. Uh, okay. So what were, what was like your main move when you were a kid? What was like your finisher? Did you have one? <laughs> I had this ridiculous one where you pick them up in like a fireman's carry. Yeah. You make them land on their feet. So you're holding the back of their head and then you just kick the back of their head. Oh man. Like, I don't know why you wouldn't just pick them up and kick the back of their head, but. You know, sounds like a add some flair to it. Variation of like the go to sleep with John Cena's thing. And yeah, it was know. basically every two K move you could put together <laughs> into one. Like that's what happened. Nice. So, what were you into? You know, like in high school and stuff. Were you an athlete, or were you more into like music and stuff? Or what were you into? I was all over the place. Uh, I was kind of like the kid that could like just hang out with anyone. Sure. To a degree, um, I did wrestling all through school just because I knew the conditioning was going to be important yeah. one day. At the same time, I was a theater kid. At the same time, I was a speech kid. And then I was, like, heavily into music and stuff on the yeah. side. I think never making it, but just taking a lot of uh, inspiration and influence from music scenes. So what was your, you know, what was your go-to bands? What are some of your favorite bands growing up and even Ooh, to this day? Gate Creeper. I've yeah, seen them, nice. like, probably three or four times. So you're a metal guy. Uh, a little bit. And then I, I like a lot of, like... Uh, like underground rap like little ugly man is yeah. the name that comes to mind uh there were the soundcloud there's a soundcloud wave like horsehead's one of my friends now he's he's awesome i listen to him in school little peep stuff like that so okay were you a goth boy click member oh no no <laughs> <laughs> wannabe goth boy a one boy okay. still am still am okay nice man did you ever try rapping yourself no 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 okay i was hoping that we'd have some unearthed like youtube no, link of that no yeah. no and if anyone finds it delete it uh, <laughs> no there was never anything like that i just sing a lot in the car on the way here nice yeah. so uh okay when did you get the bug like i could actually do this like when did you when did that like become an, a reality that you could actually get in the oh. ring and train so it was always in my head, like, I'm going to do this. Yeah. I remember being, like, 10 years old and getting in arguments with my dad. And just, no, you should get a career. Like, well, that that is a career. Right. Um, but then, like, literally, as, tur- as I turned 18, there was a small promotion out there that started. They had a ring. They taught me the basics. And so, yeah. it was like, this is the first thing I'm going to do as a legal adult. Yeah. So... Were you familiar with wrestling, you know, not in the WWE, that kind of thing? Were you familiar with the, like, independent promotions? Oh, yeah, yeah, Um a lot of the stuff I still go back and watch is like uh, a lot of the UK stuff. Like I love Rev Pro. Yeah, like Rev Pro matches are still something I just can entertain myself with for sure. hours. So nice. Okay. Well, uh, w- what were some of the wrestlers that you kind of gravitated towards? Uh, it would have to be like uh, Prince Devitt when he was doing his thing back then. Mm-hmm. Finn Balor, uh, Pete Dunne. Yeah, Dunne was sick. Um, now I'm on the spot. No, Rick, no worries. Ricochet was doing his thing out there. Yes, he was. And that was actually my first time seeing Ricochet. Nice. Him doing that. So Cool. Yeah. Some of that style, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So were you always, because your style is like super explosive and like you do a lot of kind of acrobatic kind of stuff. Um, was that some, did you ever do gymnastics or anything oh, like absolutely. that? No, no. Like I, I, I can't flip to this day. If you told me to flip, I, I can't even wrap my head around it. Um, I went through like a weird um like parkour phase okay as like a kid you know uh you know you get the internet and you're so impressionable i went through that as a little bit you got a regular john morrison here oh no not at all man (laughs) um so i guess that kind of helped my agility a little bit a lot of it was just from high school wrestling yeah to be honest so nice right on well uh okay so 
then how old were you when you got into training? And you, you, so you must have trained in Idaho a little bit, right? A little bit for like a year. There's yeah. a promotion called uh, Wrestle Club. Out okay. There. They do a lot of like uh, nonprofit shows. Nice. So they taught me a little bit of the basics for, I was there like barely over a year. And then I just knew it was time for me to do something else. Did you get a match in? Oh, yeah. I had okay. like probably 30, 40 matches before oh, wow. I left. Nice. Yeah. So what, what, when was the first time you felt comfortable? Like, okay, I can do this. Oh, man. Or do you not feel that way yet? I'm just so, kidding. I feel that way now, but, like, I go through phases where, like, three months goes by, and I'm like, oh, I had no idea what I was doing. Another three months, oh, I had no idea what I was doing. I'm yeah. good now. So it'll just stay that way, hopefully. That just means you're growing. Mm-hmm. So... When we were uh, chatting be- before the interview, we-, we were talking about, you know, was it 2020, 2021, 2022, you know, and it's all a blur these last couple of years. Where were you when the pandemic hit? Were I you was, in Vegas? Yeah, I was in Vegas. Uh, my day job, I was working from home, just mm-hmm. chilling, doing everything I could to stay in shape because, you know, gyms were shut down. Uh, crazy cabin fever. But... Um, it wasn't very long until I started wrestling again because then... Like uh, Paradigm Pro Wrestling, they did their uh, no-hook uh, tapings. And so you'd do like four or five matches in a day. Wow. Um, CWF Hollywood, you'd go out and do those tapings, four to five matches. Um, so it was like I got more work yeah. out of it than, you know, any kind of halt. Okay, right on. What would you do, you know, to stay sane aside from wrestling? Or did you not stay sane? I felt like for the... Okay, so just being at home all the time, like around the same people, that was probably the the worst part for me. I can only take so much of like the same people every day. Routines sure. bother me. Yeah. So I'd go on like walks and oh, stuff yeah. just to clear my head. Lots same of walks. Same here. Aimless, long, yeah. hour long, yep. two hour long walks. That uh, There's like a convenience store, 7-Eleven up the road, and they saw a lot of me. I would walk <laughs> in there, just buy a bottle of water, yep. leave. They knew my name. It was awesome. So... This character, Adriel Noctis, the Blood Thief. Where did the Blood Thief moniker come from, man? Can tell, explain the Blood Thief. Um, a lot of it's derived from um, like in vampires. Yeah. Uh, I'm into like it's like my, one of my favorite movies of all time is The Lost Boys. Yeah. So I just wanted to take everything I could and then personify that through wrestling somehow, some way. And it's still like an ongoing project. But Blood Thief is basically um, vampires are power hungry, mm-hmm. and so. Beforehand, I was the lost cause. Uh, that was a moniker I ran with for like three years or so. There was a, 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 a change that happened that allowed me to find my cause. Um, now I've become the blood thief. And then once I decided that I have enough power from there, it'll, it'll evolve into something else. Okay. Escalating. So. Nice, dude. All right. So that's a little freaky. So uh, the vampire lore, uh, what uh, are you, Are you? you know, well-versed in the vampire lore aside from uh, Lost to Boys? To a degree, um, like one of my favorite topics, like research is like the, the, the Bram Castle. Mm. Bram Stoker's Castle, yeah. Uh, Mercy Brown is an interesting one. If you ever look into that, that's like the uh, last documented case of a, an American vampire where basically um, Mercy passed away from um, a disease that was actually like a, an epidemic at the time. Um, but they didn't know that. And so like people in the family kept passing away. And then, you know, witchcraft type of stuff. They like, sure. blamed it on her and then um, would claim that they would see her during the night and stuff like that. But uh, 
I like looking into more of the real life portions of it. As far as like fantasy goes, Lost Boys is as deep as it gets for me. Nice. So. Wow. Okay. Sounds creepy. I like it. Uh, so y- y- you you moved back to Idaho, and that was what last year? Or no, it was just like three months ago. Okay. Yeah. So you you were you, did you just feel like you kind of you know you you did what you could in Vegas and you wanted to get back up to the Northwest scene to a degree? Yeah. Um, I just wasn't really happy out there. Mm-hmm. Um. I felt myself becoming like complacent, bitter, um, and just needed to do something about it. So the Pacific Northwest is like a crazy hotbed right now. Yeah. So it only made sense to kind of go back home, have a different life. Um, my upbringing was kind of weird as a kid. So now I get like a different chance at it. Um, yeah. Like I live with my family again. Everything's great, man. So couldn't be more thankful for the circumstance. Are you okay with me asking why it was a, a bit different? Uh, it was like just surrounded by like alcoholism and mm-hmm. stuff like that, constantly trying to stay away from home, yada, yada. Uh, both my parents went through a lot um, to fix that. Yeah. And so now they're like completely different people, like That's night great. and day. So yeah. yeah, very proud of them. That's awesome. So it's like the family's back together now. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. That's great, man. Yeah. Um, so... You, you, how, how familiar were you with Defy before you first came to wrestle for us? And, uh, you know, how did it get on your radar? I feel like it's always been on the radar. Um, yeah. I remember getting contacted about a booking. Uh, I think it was at like 2021 one. Mm-hmm. And I scrolled through the conversations and I literally sent probably like five or six sure. DMs yeah. to yeah. the Defy page. Left on red. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, probably not. It was no. probably just delivered, honestly. Sure. Uh, yeah. uh so no like i think ever since i moved to vegas it was probably on my radar to just try to get out here yeah so go out and make yourself seen and then come back and you know prove what you can do man absolutely i couldn't be happier so tell me about that first time you know showing up uh, it was washington hall was it or uh the very first one was in la I don't in la the that's name right of the venue yep. i don't yep. remember um showed up with one of my friends uh they were booked and i think it was Either, like, literally the day before or while I was on the way there, like, hey, we have a match for you. Nice. Okay, perfect. Good thing I'm coming. Yeah, there's a lot of times where I'll just get in the car and, like, take a chance, and this happened to be one of them that it worked out for the best. Is that something you would suggest for, for like, uh, you know, know, hopeful young wrestlers? Absolutely. Um, But don't do it every single time for every single little place. If it's something like Defy, Defy's awesome. Uh, if it's something that's not going to be worth it to you in the long run, don't do it. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Okay. All right. So, uh, b- but it was worth it for you for yes. Defy. You had that experience with Absolutely. LA and then you came up and, you know, what was your first, cause, cause really the home base for Defy in Seattle is Washington Hall. This mm-hmm. is an iconic venue. You know, Jimi Hendrix played here back in the day. This is a historical landmark. Um, what was it like, you know, coming home to, to Washington Hall, you know, your new home? What was that like for you, man? So this is actually my first time wrestling Washington Hall. Oh, so, shit. Okay. Uh, I actually got in a car probably a month ago and came out to the last show that was out here uh just to check it out and hopefully get a spot there's no spot i was cool but i just sat in the corner and watched it and the like ambiance of the venue the energy of the crowd the lighting everything is just so like perfect yeah um 
so I'm very excited to be here. I've gotten to wrestle at the Lariat Bar. That's right. Um, That's I got what to I wrestle at the uh, the Tacoma venue. Um, so this will be my first time doing Washington Hall. That's so awesome. I'm so excited. Man. Well, we'll have to do a follow up interview, and I'll ask the same question. Uh, you were a standout at the Pride event at at White Center Pride. Like it, that was the first time I'd ever seen you wrestle, and it was like a just a standout moment. That was so awesome. Um, do you do you um, approach matches differently at all when you're wrestling in front of a crowd that might not be there you know paid paid people that might not you know know wrestling do you approach that at all as opposed to like a defy show where it's mostly fans who know they're going to watch some good wrestling oh yeah absolutely um so i think with events like that it's more important to be interactive anytime that you can be um you want to be able to like suck them in so they can actually become like the paying fan and then you know they end up at washington hall but you're not going to do that by uh spoon feeding them you know the 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 wrestling fan stuff you need to get on it like a a human level do more with less right yeah exactly more character stuff and you know big moves and stuff absolutely i love that because you know you go to a like a like a hardcore wrestling event and you know it's very analytical you know that everyone's you know watching and for like these big moves and stuff but then you go to one of those and they're like yeah drop kick yeah absolutely yeah wrestling no you shut up no you suck exactly and And the little kids seeing the little kids just like yeah just but then you get people that come up to you afterwards and they're like wow this was cool um do you guys do this anywhere? It's like, yeah, we do this every yeah. month. <laughs> You're so. like, nah, I just show up in my tights for random yeah, free events. We show up one time a year on this uh, block party event, yeah. and yeah. that's it. So what do, what do you, uh, like your friends from high school or people that, you know, aren't in the wrestling sphere, how, how do they feel about seeing, you know, their friend or their family member, you know, kind of succeeding in wrestling? How's oh, that? Man. Like a lot of them that stay in contact with me, like I don't deserve them, dude. I'm, I just... I don't have time for them, and I feel so horrible about sure. it. Um, and it's not like a, a holier-than-thou thing, but I go home, I work throughout the week, I'm in the gym, and then I get back on the road, and that's yeah. literally my whole life. But they're very supportive, um, constantly retweeting, sharing my that's stuff, awesome. yeah. commenting. Like, those little things just go such a long way yeah. to know, like, okay, I'm, you know, they, they still think of me. So. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, you know, we're, we're stoked to see you and, and what you do in Defy. Just a couple more questions for you. So um, at this point, you know, and you have so much to do in this wrestling business, but you, you've already done so much at such a young age and, you know, growing up uh, a wrestling fan. Uh, it's a loaded question, and I'm putting you totally on the spot. Okay. But what does wrestling mean to you? Hmm. The... the first phrase that comes to my mind is just like creative outlet like wrestling is everything and nothing all at once so Mm -hmm. uh to me it's a platform where i get to express myself artistically uh because i i'm not good at rapping sure i can't rap and i can't sing so i gotta wrestle there you go man your lyrics are just like your your drop kicks. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I like that. Um, okay, so you know you've 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 had a few chances to to be in front of the defiance. That's what we call this community. Of the fans are the defiance, um, but it's also the wrestlers. It's all part of this community. What does the defiance mean to you? Um, 
I don't think I've found that out yet. And I think yeah. that is exciting to me. Yeah. Um, I like your honesty. When I walked into the venue, though, there were people there waiting. It was like 4 o'clock when I got here. Yeah. There's no reason they should be out there that early. But they, he came to me with like a, a, a folder of like pictures of me just waiting for me to sign them for him. And then I like got yeah. photos with me and stuff. I'm like, that was so weird. That was like not in a bad way. Like that was awesome. Yeah. So like that was... You know, superstar. Yeah, I guess. Like <laughs> they are all just so down and so supportive. Absolutely, so far. So I can't wait to find out what it truly means. Nice man. Okay. Well, my last question is a question that you know can be have a visual element along with it. So um, pick a scar on your body okay. anywhere if you can show us. Pick a scar. Show us if you can, and tell us the story of how you got the scar. Ooh. It doesn't Can have I- to be wrestling related. My most recent one that doesn't seem to want to go away is actually on my arm okay. right now. Looks like I, some cat scratches. It's not. It, I think it was from a uh, like a corner post. Like they, oh. uh, um, they twist tied in like the the buckles or okay. something, and I like didn't up and over or something, and it mm-hmm. scratched me. And this was like from two months ago, and it's just not going to go away now. <laughs> so it still looks fresh. I probably have more interesting ones somewhere. Um, it's not a scar, but my chest is uh, uneven because I separated my ribs in Jesus. high school. Uh, so now it's like my left side sticks out way further than my yeah. right one. I guess that would be my coolest scar. You have uneven boobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. The bra, bra shopping's way weird, man. Very awkward, yeah. yeah. Uh, right on, man. Well, any final words for the Defiance and, and Defy here on Defiant Ones? Uh, thank you for having me. Love uh, you. Don't let him get near your neck. He's yeah, the blood thief. Sorry. My bad. Adriel Knocked is here on the Defiant Ones.